Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, this is talk radio to thrive by. I hope that everyone is doing absolutely fabulously today because we have a very inspiring show for you today. I want to thank all of you for your ongoing support and uh, all of the emails that that you send. And I just wanted to let you know I'm, I'm going to get back to every single one of them. I'm pretty much caught up to date, and I want to thank you so much for your ongoing inspiration to me. Uh, I wanted to say a few things today, and that is uh, we've launched a new website, and if you want to find out more about that, go to www.thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com. You'll be able to check out all of our guests that are coming up for the week. In addition to that, we have a search feature where you can search on just about any topic that comes to mind and uh, have that come up in terms of the actual guest of the show, as well as the MP3. Uh, I want to say that my guest today is, as I said before, an inspiration to every single one of us, and I am honored to have her join me today. Uh, Judy Winter is an award-winning journalist and national speaker on special needs parenting issues. You're going to find out exactly what that means, why that's important, and what each and every one of us can do. She is the recipient of the 2006 Chief Everything Officer Award in Community Outreach from AOL and Dove, uh, and many, many other awards and recognitions. Now, what I want to say is that each and every one of us, we, we either get to be inspired by the things that happen to us, we, we either get to take action towards those things, become champions for things, or we go in the other direction. And sometimes we kind of wallow around in between. My guest today knows a lot about the demands involved with raising a child who lacks mobility and speech, and you're going to hear her talk about that today. But what did she do? Well, she decided to take her gift, her message out into the world to help parents across the globe uh, really get in touch with what it means to be about courage and about love. And so I want to invite you to welcome Judy Winter to my show today. Judy, thank you so much for joining the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Dr. Pan. I'm so inspired just listening to you de- describe me. Well, you know, as I said before, each, each of us get to decide at different points in time in our lives, you, what are we going to do with uh, what's in front of us on this day? And you made a decision to do something with your life and to do something uh, to help millions and millions of people. And I wanted to ask you, and this is a question that I ask everyone, and it, and it almost seems like a crazy question to ask you, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, given what I've said about you, given what you've experienced, 
what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Wow, that's a terrific question and I think a great way to start the program. I think the number one obstacle probably would be to raise the bar of expectations for myself. I think so often when we're talking about uh, having a difficult situation, especially when you're parenting a child with a disability, we're so focused on what we need to do for that child, what that child needs, um, what their limitations are. But what I learned from my son was that it was really never about what he had to learn from me as much as it was what I had to learn from him. So I had to kind of switch my mode from thinking I could solve everything and take on everything and, and be the be-all, know-all of everything into becoming a real student of life. And my son really did become my greatest teacher, and I really credit him uh, with all of the work and the success that I'm experiencing today. Motivation. Well, and we've got lots to talk about because this is truly an inspirational story. I want to also mention that Judy is the author of Breakthrough Parenting for Children with Special Needs, Raising the Bar of Expectations, and we're going to talk to Judy about exactly what that means. We'll take a very short break, and when we come back, more with Judy Winter and this fabulous, fabulous story. Stay tuned, everyone. Sometimes your favorite shows on HealthyLife.net are on when you're busy. Maybe you're working, sleeping, exercising, eating, or meditating, and forget to listen to your favorite Healthy Life host. Now there's a solution. You can record or schedule a recording time of any of our radio shows direct to your PC. Then listen on your PC to the show anytime, or convert the file to an MP3 and download it to your iPod or MP3 player. The iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software offered by Abyss Media is easy to use and affordable for only $29.95. Plus, if you have any problems, you can receive free email technical support. Speaking of technical information and general info on how to order the iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software, you can get all of that information right on our website at HealthyLife.net. You don't have to miss your favorite show ever again. Plus, you can download your favorite show and take it anywhere you want. Order the iSound WMA MP3 recorder right from HealthyLife.net today. In the early hours after the tsunami, it was ham radio that was on the air, saving lives. When Florida was ripped by hurricane, the hams were there. In the critical moments after the attack of 9-11, it was the hams who coordinated emergency messages. When disaster strike, the hams are ready. Ham radio works. Other communications don't. To learn how you can become a ham radio operator, call the ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, at 1-800-326-3942. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by my guest today. Wow, what an amazing story, Judy Winter. And, you know... Many of us have seen in the media uh, recently the story of Ashley, the nine-year-old whose parents uh, chose to keep her the size of a small child, and that has sparked national debates in the media. There's controversy uh, uh, to remove her uterus. I mean, there's just so many things around this child. This is an ongoing debate, and it focuses on ethical issues, but what about, this is the question, what about the human issues her family faces? Judy Winter is here today, as I said before, 
the author of Breakthrough Parenting for Children with Special Needs, uh, Raising the Bar of Expectations. And so, you know, we're here to talk about the, the situation as a whole and what parents face and what you can do. And so I wanted to ask you, Judy, uh, what was this like for you discovering that you have a child that has special needs? Well, for me, I think it might be different than it was for some people. It really depends on how your child and when they are diagnosed. Our son was diagnosed at birth in 1990 with cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have a lot of downtime to really incorporate all the feelings that families really go through with this issue throughout their child's life. We really had to step up to the plate immediately to do everything we could to help this child reach their full potential. And that came from my original mindset, which is, this was my son. Why would I want any less for him than I wanted for my daughter, who was then six years old? So my take on the situation right from the start was, this is going to be a life adventure. Let's see how we can make it the best it can be so that Eric could have the best life he possibly could, just as we had planned for his sister, Jenna. So I never really stayed in a place for very long that prevented me from moving forward in helping my son be all that he could be, and I think that paid off handsomely. Well, I have to tell you, I, I didn't get past, I don't know, what is it, the page of the book? Oh. And I had to get my tissues immediately out because the poem of that opens the book, it's Jenna's poem. That's right. And she uh, wrote it when she was 14 years old. Just blew me away. Yeah, it still blows me away when I read it. And I think one of the important pieces, and I'm sure we'll get to this in the book, is I did a whole chapter on siblings because they're often not talked about, and they're such an important piece of this whole special needs family. And this was a way that she was able to express herself and her feelings about her brother and her role when she was only 14 years old, and she wrote it in 15 minutes. And it went on to win a national award, and uh, I was so pleased and so honored to be able to include it in the book. Well, and we'll talk more about that. Perhaps we could even close the show with the reading of this poem. I think that would be uh, totally inspiring. But one of the things you said that is really important, and that is about the siblings. And many times, and I believe you know this, they go as, you know, they step forth as the invisible children as if they, they don't, haven't even existed. That's right. They really are placed into this situation. They don't ask to be put there, but they will live with the ramifications of how we handle it as parents for the rest of their lives. It's a pretty heavy load to carry. And I think what happens oftentimes in special needs families is these kids can often tend to be the children who don't create problems. They make it look easy because they don't want to add more stress to an already stressed situation. And so it's really, really important that parents pay attention to the siblings and not just assume they're doing okay because they're still doing well in school or they don't complain or they don't act out. The reality is research now clearly shows that this population is a greater risk for depression. Uh, they tend to be overachievers. So it's really important that we give them every opportunity not only to have our attention undivided at times as much as possible, uh, but that we really pay close attention to the fact that they need parenting too. You know, I have to really um, tell you that this book that you've written, and I want to make sure everyone knows, Breakthrough Parenting for Children with Special Needs, Raising the Bar of Expectations, 
Um, I would I would say that whether whether you have a child with special needs or not, this book is something that will touch your heart. I mean, when I opened the book and I, I went through and I read page after page after page, it is such a heart-touching, uh, how do I say it, a description of your journey, if, if I might say that. It was very, very important to me that I be an honest voice for this population and a positive voice as well because I felt too often in the past, and as a journalist, because I'm also a journalist, um, I felt very much in the past that the information out there was very limiting and self-deprecating about these children, about their families. And in 1990, uh, that angered me. It wasn't okay with me then that this population was seen as not valued and invisible, and it's not okay with me today. And so when I put the book together, I already had it in the works before as you know from reading the book, my son passed away mm-hmm. uh, far too soon at age 12 in 2003. Mm-hmm. So after he passed away, I wasn't sure I'd want to write again. I put the book down, and then I was able to go back to it and put it together. And I think what you are reading, and uh, many other people have given me feedback on this as well, is that I really opened up my vein of grief and really created, I hope, an honest, compassionate work that would truly do my son's look, legacy in life justice, but also to really improve the lives of millions of children worldwide because I really promised Eric I would do that. So it's really the ultimate tribute uh, to his life and legacy. Well, honestly, it comes through, and it's a much-needed book. And, you know, coming to this conversation, uh, each of us thinks we know, we know the story about children with disabilities. And we don't know. And, and what I would love for you to share, because you know this firsthand, what do we really screw up around our perceptions of children with disabilities? I mean, there's another way to say that, but I'm telling you, I'm kind of talking to you from my, my personal point of view. I want to get, I want, I want to get it so that people understand that we come to the table with preconceived notions and misconceptions. And I'd love for you to set us all straight here. Well, I'll certainly try to do my best in the time that we have, but you bring up a really valuable point, and that is the fact that what we're talking about here is not just a population of kids. We are talking about a human rights struggle. This is a group in which the back of the bus mentality, the only thing that has changed in this particular case, is the faith. We always have a group, it seems like, in society that we in one way or another deem as being less valued, less less worthy. We've done that with minorities and other groups throughout time. And right now it just appears to be that it is the group of those people with disabilities. And what's very interesting about this is it's the largest minority population in the world, and yet we pay little attention to them or we pay very limited and negative attention to them. Um, The reality is we don't value this population. We think that they don't have much to offer in many cases. We think they will never amount to much. They will never achieve anything. So why should we go on and put in our time and effort and resources? Uh, We don't believe their families really are of value. We don't understand the struggles they go through, uh, that they care about their children, that they would like them to be parented well too. So there are many, many misconceptions stemming primarily from the fact that Society is really just being introduced to this population. 30 or 40 years ago, many of these people would have been and were institutionalized. 
So we're talking about a brand new concept to society that this population is now going to school with our children. They are going to the grocery store. They are going on to college and to the workplace and living as our neighbors in our neighborhoods. So for many people, this is really the first experience they may have with the population of people with disabilities. And so I think that in all fairness to the general society, we are still learning a great deal about something we in the past paid no attention to. So I think that's where a lot of the misconceptions come from, Uh, the fact that we don't talk about them in our history books, we don't talk about their achievements in our classrooms, uh, is another disservice that we do the population. So we need to work very, very hard to not only creating awareness, as we're doing in this wonderful discussion today, because that certainly will go a long way toward helping to improve awareness, but also we need to talk about the successes of this population and give families the support and the services they need to write a new chapter in this population. Well, it's success of the entire family and, you know, and the, and the family and the next layer of family. I mean, there is so many stories of success and, and you and I know that we hear about the successes nine times out of ten when a celebrity or someone in the media happens to embrace uh, a child with special needs. But there are successes every day with children, and it is really our commitment to make sure that this population, as you said before, doesn't stay invisible. That's right, and we also need to take the shame out of having a child with a disability. I've been speaking on this subject and writing on this subject for 15 years, and what is very interesting to note is everywhere I speak or talk on the radio or TV, wherever it may be, it does not take very long before someone has a story to share. It's just they have not felt permission in the past to admit that they, too, have disability in their own family or within their close family network. And so it's a really, it's been kind of a silent shame that I think many families uh, have carried. And yet it's interesting that it really does connect many of us, millions of people throughout the world. So it's so exciting when you give people permission to talk about this subject uh, because uh, they haven't had that permission and many people really need to do so. Well, and this is, this is a, such a progressive conversation and, and, you know, one that uh, I think inspires for me reading the book and having, uh, uh, you know, had my own experience with child with special needs, it is something that many, many people need to understand. And as a society, we need to really look at how we are treating uh, these young people. And in your case, you went through... Um, just uh, is what it seems like excruciating pain regarding, you know, grief in the beginning and, of course, the loss of a child. I don't think anyone really knows what that's like unless you experience it. How do you tell the people that are experiencing parents, um, siblings, what do you say to them about the grief process? I think it's very important for, first of all, for families to understand that grief is going to be a part of having a child with special needs. It is very much uh, like the death, only the child is still living. 
So it makes it in some ways a little more complicated because you have this sense of why would you be grieving? Why should you be grieving a child who is still living? But the reality is you're grieving the death of a dream. You're, you're grieving the loss of a more perfect uh, parenting dream or a more perfect child if there is such a thing, uh, which I don't believe there is. But that's the way that our society sets us up for parenting. Everything's cute and cuddly and, and coos, and we don't talk about the tremendous demands and responsibilities of parenting even under the best of circumstances. So I think that it's really, really important that families understand that it's okay to grieve, but it's really important that you face your grief issues so that you can move forward into accepting and nurturing the child that you do have. Because if you don't, you will get stuck, and your child, and ultimately you will pay the price. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing, and thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we're going to take a short break when we come back. More with Judy Winter. If you want to find out more about her work and what she's doing to take the message out into the world, go to www.judywinter.com. We're going to be right back. We've got lots to talk about. The book is Breakthrough Parenting for Children with Special Needs. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, I'm Stephanie Durham of The Inquiring Mind. Our experience with Dr. Pat has had a phenomenal impact on the launching of our business. We had more than 22,000 hits on our website in our first month of programming. Anyone wishing to begin or expand their mission in life would greatly benefit from a relationship with Dr. Pat of The Dr. Pat Show. She's absolutely one of the most inspirational people I've ever met. Sometimes your favorite shows on HealthyLife.net are on when you're busy. Maybe you're working, sleeping, exercising, eating, or meditating, and forget to listen to your favorite Healthy Life host. Now there's a solution. You can record or schedule a recording time of any of our radio shows direct to your PC. Then listen on your PC to the show anytime, or convert the file to an MP3 and download it to your iPod or MP3 player. The iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software offered by Abyss Media is easy to use and affordable for only $29.95. Plus, if you have any problems, you can receive free email technical support. Speaking of technical information and general info on how to order the iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software, you can get all of that information right on our website at HealthyLife.net. You don't have to miss your favorite show ever again. Plus, you can download your favorite show and take it anywhere you want. Order the iSound WMA MP3 recorder right from HealthyLife.net today. Would you like one of the most rewarding sales jobs of your life? The Dr. Pat Show has rapidly grown into the number one radio show to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show is hailed for its remarkable guests, sponsors with integrity, and amazing listeners. Dr. Pat is in search of a creative, self-starting, energetic person to join the marketing team. If you're interested in helping promote and sustain the Dr. Pat Show, please submit your resume to pat at thedrpatshow.com. Again, that's pat at thedrpatshow.com. This is your opportunity to make a difference in your community and the world. What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. 
When you need a positive point of view, turn to HealthyLife.net, your 24-7 radio network for a better future. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to mention that if you go to Judy's website, and, I, and, I, and let me give out that information again, uh, www.judywinter.com. There is lots of information here, including Judy's blog, and um, you can purchase a copy of the book right from the website. Uh, and so there's, there's just a lot of amazing information. And also, you can continue to see where Judy's going to speak and what radio show she's going to be on so that you can uh, continue to follow this story. Um, and also, Judy, what, what are the best ways for people uh, that have questions? I mean, you have uh, email uh, on here if, you, if people want to contact you. Is that the best way for people to contact you? They can do that. I also have a post office box if people want to write me their own stories. They can certainly do that as well. Um, it's hard to say where some of the information will go in the future. We may do some other projects. Um, so I'm always happy to hear. It's one of the best parts of my work is talking directly to families and hearing their stories um, because there are so many, so many great stories out there. And networking parent to parent uh, is just, I think, a very, very powerful thing. So they can do that by emailing me at my website. Uh, that is there. Or they could, if they'd like to, they could um, send me off an email and I'll give them my post office box. That number is also in the back of the book, so they can find it there as well. Well, we, we certainly want to thank you for joining the show today, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And what I would encourage all of you listening is whether or not you directly know uh, someone or have someone in your family uh, with special needs. Uh, I know that, that in my case, um, there are friends that have children with special needs, and this is such an important conversation that I would encourage uh, you to let folks know about Judy and her website and the book and um, about each and every, every one of us, how we can look at learning more, becoming educated, and take action. That's what really this is about. You know, Judy, uh, I, I think we, we started to, to talk about a number of different experiences you've had, but one of the things I don't want to leave out in the mix is that, you know, we're talking about children that you are raising, people are raising, they're growing up, they have educational needs, and so I think when people perceive, as we said before, misconceptions, um, children with special needs, we forget that they have lives. Yeah, we forget that they're people first. Well, right. You know, we define them by disability, and that's the greatest disservice we do to them is we forget that this is someone's son, daughter, grandson, brother, sister, cousin, friend, and we put so much on this disability and what we assume that means that we forget to look at what's right in front of us. And every child is different. Every child has gifts and talents. Sometimes you have to work harder to uncover them than others. But it is so important that we stop defining these children by their disability. You mentioned the Ashley case, and one of the things that concerned me most about that is how we described her as a pillow girl, as if she was some sort of a little stuffed animal or, or a toy. The fact is she was and is a preteen. She's a human being with rights just like every other child has. And I think that just made me more than anything as we tried to turn it into some 
cute little story, a cute little image, and it isn't cute. It is a challenging, complex subject that that is uh, really worthy of our uh, more in-depth discussion. Many, many issues there were never addressed because we made it a right or wrong issue, and I think we did a great disservice to many, many children by putting it into that kind of category. It's much more complex than that. It is much more complex, and, you know, we think because we watch a little television, and, of course, they're only showing you what they want to show you, that we think we know the story. That's and right. we can step in and really understand what it's like, but no one knows better than someone like yourself what it really means to be parenting. Right, and I think our judgment, that's, that's where we get into trouble. We want to judge other people. And I think one of the things that's really important for people to understand, and, and it helps you in a judgment place, is to understand that disability can happen to anyone at any time. And we have a society that thinks it happens to other people. And the reality is that as autism is now showing us with 1 in 150 kids being diagnosed, is that disability crosses all education and socioeconomic barriers. It can happen to the very poor. It can happen to the very rich. It can happen to the uneducated. It can happen to the Ph.D. None of us is immune, and it is only a thin line of circumstance that separates us. Many children who become disabled are in car accidents, may have a drug overdose, may have a traumatic brain injury. Maybe they've been injured playing football or skiing. Risky sports puts them at risk. And yet we have a mindset that says it cannot happen. And I'm an example that it can happen to anyone at any time. And when we understand that reality, it helps us to better understand and appreciate why we should even care about this population and what would we want if that was our family member or us who was placed into this population. And I think that's a great way for people to have a greater understanding and appreciation for the value of this population. And there are more and more people, as you, you, you mentioned autism, there are more and more people coming out and really making statements, statements like you are making to educate all of us. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm immediately brought to, uh, you know, the story of Donna Richards, who has, uh, you know, taken her uh, message, her passion out about uh, autism, what it is and what it isn't. And so... You know, the rate of autism and the rate of some of these uh, other disabilities is is really, it, it, it's actually mind-blowing. It's staggering. It's staggering to really think about the rate at which some of these illnesses are showing up that all of a sudden we've never seen before. Yeah, and I like to say that it's freaking out a lot of people. It's <laughs> really freaking It is. It is. And it's because it's taken down the barrier that I just talked about. It's easy to look at someone with a child, let's say they're using a wheelchair or they were born and diagnosed with cerebral palsy. It's very easy to say, oh, that poor family, I'm so glad, you know, that could never happen to me. And what autism has done is kind of blown that argument right out the window by showing us that, oh, yes, it can. If it's hitting those kinds of numbers, it can happen to anyone. What that does is really allow people to, to, to pay attention, and that's been the plus side of autism, is that while we tend to forget there's a lot of other disabilities we should be also addressing, it does bring to light the whole discussion of special needs, and that's been one of the blessings of autism. And it's one reason I included a couple of examples of autism in my book, because it is such a timely, important subject that really is impacting the lives of so many families and us as a society, because we have to deal with whatever the results are in the future of this diagnosis, and we're not prepared yet to do that.
Well, we've got lots to talk about. Thank you, Judy. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. We've got lots to talk about when we come back from the break. We're going to be talking about uh, the journey of, of these amazing young people. What is it like to go to school? What can we do? We'll be right back with Judy Winter and the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned, everyone. Changing what you think really change your life? Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how intentional living and the power of affirmations can change your life. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmagy, will share her story, her company, and advice on how to live intentionally and design a life you love. For information about Affirmagy, log on to Affirmagy.com. That's Affirmagy.com. Looking for the perfect way to connect with your children all year long? Give your entire family the gift of heartfelt conversations through the magic of Carla Miller's Seeds of Discovery books. Each Unbound book is a unique interactive experience with simple life lessons for all children and adults. Lighthearted, colorful illustrations attract the attention of children and stimulate interactions with adults. Visit SeedsOfDiscovery.com or call 1-888-426-1632 for more information. For all your live or pre-recorded webcasting needs, come to earthchannel.com. Get your web-based message out to a select group or the whole world. It's easy. A pioneer in webcasting, earthchannel.com provides the best products and services to big corporations and government users. And now, the same technology is available to you. They have the best earthcast encoders, servers, and products to meet your technical needs. But wait, don't want to mess with technical stress? No problem. They'll do it for you. Earthchannel.com is your answer. You can use webcasting for lots of things like advertising, marketing, customer support, training, and don't forget web radio and TV. In fact, you're listening to a live Earthcast right now. So come to earthchannel.com. Actualize your audio or video webcasting needs today. You can't beat the friendly service or the price. Call earthchannel.com at 800-849-8978. That's 800-849-8978. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Pep it up with positive energy power right here on HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm here with Judy Winter. As I said before, the book is called Breakthrough Parenting for Children with Special Needs. There are so many things to talk about in today's show. I want to make sure you also have the website, which is judywinter.com. And the book is absolutely fabulous. Uh, You know, there will be times you'll get to pages in the book where, You'll just look at something and you'll say, really? And other times where you'll cry and other times where you'll think, wow, 
uh, how is this affecting my family? Am I really paying attention to what I need to pay attention to? Well, this segment we're going to talk about some of the things that, that you can be aware of, some of the tips, some of the things that Judy has learned, and we're going to share them with you today. Judy, thank you for joining the show. No, it really is my pleasure and my honor to be with you. Well, you know, tips, I mean, that seems like such a, a small word for such an amazing challenge, but as we said before, everything that we can learn, every experience that we can learn from someone that has gone through it is going to help people enormously. And so the question is, what are some of the things that you've learned that you'd like to share with our listeners? I think, you know, when people will ask me for some of my tips, and I always say my, my favorite tip, and I think the most valuable one that I can share with families and professionals, because this is a book for them as well, is to believe in your child's value no matter what. And the reason I think that's so powerful is so many of the messages coming to these families is negative. It's about what their children won't be, what their shortcomings are, what they will never achieve. The families are often judged because they're constantly having to step up and advocate for their child, which sometimes is not always well-received in the professional community. So there's so many things coming at the families that make this such a challenging journey. So the one thing, if you can stop and take a deep breath and understand that your child has value and that's why you're doing what you are doing on a daily basis, it really can go a long way toward making you fearless in becoming the best possible parent and advocate that you can for your child. So I think that's number one. I also think it's really important, and we touched on this earlier, that people need to focus on a child's ability and not their disability because while a disability can sometimes seem daunting and seem to uh, be the elephant in the room, the reality is that all children, they're human beings first, and all of them have some sort of gift or talent, however small that may seem on a given day, even if it's a great smile or a laugh or beautiful eyes, it's so important that we assess the value of our children and focus on that and not just focus on all of what we see as their shortcomings or what society views as their shortcomings. Another that I think is really a key is I think that we need to give families permission to ask for help because we live in a society that tells us we should be, you know, have a stiff upper lip and we can handle everything. And, you know, many of us have been overachievers. And all of a sudden you're faced with a situation that is not that easily solved. It is something that takes your energy and attention every single day, possibly for the rest of your life or the rest of your child's life. That's a pretty heavy parenting role to bear. Most people need help with that, whether it is having a babysitting service, whether it's having respite services, whether it's having a date night. Um, whatever it may be, it is really important that we give families permission to know that not only is it okay, but it is in most cases necessary and very healthy to ask for the help and support that they need in handling this very challenging parenting responsibility. So those would be three. I give many more in my book, but I think those are the three that can be toward helping parents to get off on the right foot with their responsibilities. Well, and, and there are, I want to just make sure that I, I sort of, um, you know, support this and that there, there is so much in the book. Um, if you uh, take a look at what's covered in this book, you'll get to see that you'll take the journey uh, from beginning to end and uh, beyond, as I would like to say. And you'll get to see uh, and, and hear about what others are doing in terms of addressing the 
educational needs in terms of what it's like to 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 have a situation in a family that is very unpredictable. And so there is much to to really look at in the book. And Judy really takes us through an amazing journey. Uh, it's it's such a beautiful, beautiful journey. Uh, you know, one of the chapters you cover in the book uh, that that touched me because we often don't think about other people in our family. You know, we think about there's the the mom, there's the dad, and we've also we've just talked about the other siblings. But then there are things and people like our grandparents. And you talk about grandparents in the book. And for many people, our grandparents have been such role models for us. What can we learn from our elders in this journey? Oh, wow, that's a whole nother show, isn't it? We learn from our elders. Um, I think we underestimate, certainly in this country, the incredible gifts and the wisdom that our elders provide um, in our focus on youth and perfection, which is another thing that makes it hard to raise a child with special needs. We're so focused on the wrong things in this country. And I think that what grandparents bring to the special needs family is priceless. Now, that said, not every grandparent steps up and is comfortable with this role. Sometimes, yeah, I mean, that can happen in a family with a child who doesn't have a disability. But sometimes it also is because we forget to address the fact that they, too, are dealing with a sense of loss about a more typical uh, child, grandchild. And so I think it's really important that we recognize and appreciate the role that grandparents play in this whole family because they can become such a great support uh, to the family who has the child with special needs. I think it's important they support their sons and daughters in their walk. And I think if they can spend time with the child, if they can be an important part of their life, as they were in my child's life, everybody's life is the richer for that kind of experience. Um, but don't don't just expect that's going to happen. Sometimes you really need to have an open family discussion about those kinds of feelings and also about what role is most appropriate uh, for that grandparent in your life and in your child's life. But I think it's such a rich experience that I wish every child would have that kind of grandparent interaction. Well, it, it's it's so incredibly important, and yet one of the things we touched on earlier is. Uh, this idea of everyone in the family having space to grieve, everyone in the family having the experiences that we're talked of, talking about. That's and right. So, I mean, that's why it's such a complex issue. It is a complex issue, and you've done a brilliant job in laying this out in the book. Let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Judy Winter. The book is Breakthrough Parenting for Children with Special Needs. You know, we're only touching the surface here on what this book um, includes, and uh, uh, we have much to talk about. We'll be right back after this short break. More with Judy Winter. And this is an invitation for each and every one of us out there to really step forward, get involved, find out what's going on. We'll be right back. Are you yearning to live a more fully expressed and joyful life? Do you want to explore and discover what ignites your heart? Heart Ignited is a potent coaching process created by Deborah Tracci, a life and transition coaching pioneer. Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to learn more about this unique process. Go to heartignited.com or call 206-236-6100 to learn more. That's heartignited.com or 206-236-6100. 
Releasing the past and stepping fully into the present is now easier than imagined. Hi, I'm Sue Newfeld Ellis of QuantumHealing.us. Dr. Pat and I will be teaming up to give you many powerful ways to open the door to an extraordinary life. Tune in and discover how, starting February 15th. For more information and to receive 25 tips to reduce your stress, visit QuantumHealing.us. Huna is the ancient spiritual teachings of the people of Hawaii. Most people who study Huna want to know more about themselves and the world around them. If you want to connect more with who you are and discover a whole new universe around you, then Huna is for you. Call 800-800-MIND or go to huna.com to learn more about the March 10th through 18th Huna event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Pacho when you call the Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Are you feeling stuck, heavy, or crusted over in some part of your life? Have you lost your spark? Would you like help realizing your dream? Do you know what you want? Call Dr. Pat Basile, certified career and belief coach, who wants to help you stop those negative thoughts that keep you running in circles. This award-winning author and researcher, Dr. Pat Basile, brings a powerful, innovative approach to helping individuals live life full out. Call 206 206- 523-5522 for a free consultation. That's 206-523-5522. In college, I took a lot of history and liberal arts classes, and frankly, I don't remember much of any of it. But as an adult, I find myself engrossed in fascinating programs on the A&E and History Channel. They pretty much helped me to be pretty impressive at social functions, and I just found out today that I can purchase DVDs of my favorite A&E and History Channel programs right through HealthyLife.net. You should visit HealthyLife.net and order your favorite A&E and History Channel program DVDs as well, and then discover how many people you can impress during your next social occasion. We're HealthyLife.net, reaching and helping a worldwide audience without hype, without shock, and without shenanigans. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you want to find out more about the Dr. Pat Show, very simple. Go to the drpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, patshow.com. We've got hundreds of archives uh, there, and we've just launched our new Children's Corner. You're going to be seeing um, a picture of uh, the book that I'm talking about today and some information about Judy Winter in that section uh, this week, the book is Breakthrough Parenting for Children with Special Needs, and Judy Winter is my guest today. And as we've been talking about, this is a journey. This is a journey, and this is a conversation that you're invited to join in on. It's not a place where we can sort of take this anymore and brush it under the rug as if it didn't exist. We have a population of children with special needs. And this is not a time to sensationalize them, to minimize them. It's a time to really step back and ask yourselves, what is mine to do? Judy Winter had the answer to that question for herself. Judy, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you, Dr. Pat. I'm having a great time talking about this important population with you. It is such an important population. And, and again, I want to I wanna say that the parents have not only a role to play, a very important one, but they have some commitments and challenges that they have to face. I mean, what do you say to parents that are listening to the show now or will listen to it in the future? What can you say to them? 
I think the most important thing I can say to parents is to understand how powerful their role really is. Again, I think we have a society that doesn't really value the role of parenting in the way that we should. We want to be our kids' best friends. We've got our focus on the wrong things. And I think what we really need to step back and understand is everything that we decide to do as a parent from the time a child is born onward is really what sets the foundation for their future success. And I think in a case of special needs, it is so obvious that all of the people that I have interviewed uh, during the years I've been a journalist on this subject who have achieved life success and in many cases gone on to outshine the accomplishments of their non-disabled peers credit a parent for believing in them when everyone else around them saw only their limitations, who could only write them off at a young age, as we actually were doing, excuse me, in the Ashley case as well. The parent's role is so sacred. Um, I just think really understand the power of what we're being asked to do. We need to give it the respect and the time and the effort that it really asks of us because not only will that pay off for our children's future, but we are talking about how it's going to impact our own futures. If you end up with a child who isn't really nurtured in the way that they could be, you're going to pay the price of that down the road. So there are just so many reasons, but ultimately, if you place the fact that this is your son or daughter, give them everything that you can from a love and nurturing standpoint, seek out the services and resources that can help them to achieve their full potential, you have no idea where they may end up. And that's really the beauty of this story because many of these children's futures are up for grabs. And it's the parents' input that can make or break them. How do you how do you think people parents should come together on this issue? And the reason I, I'm, I'm bringing this up at this point in time is, I think parents um, can take it to a point. What needs to happen in society here? You know, are, are there opportunities right now for us to? get the attention of um, the government and people that could provide funding and so forth. What an important issue you just brought up, Pat, because one of the things I think families don't understand when they end up in this challenging parenting situation is that many of the challenges that they will come up against, for example, in education or in the professional fields, have a lot to do with the fact that we're talking an issue that is very politicized. It is often dependent upon funding. It is not as simple as it looks to go out and navigate for your child. So parents need to educate themselves. They need to believe in their child's value. They need to become advocates. If you don't do it, the reality is no one else is going to care as much about your child in their future as you do. So I really encourage every parent to do what they can do, and I give some examples of, of that in the book as well, because it depends on where you are in the journey, what you feel you are able to take on. For some parents, getting out of bed in the morning and just putting one foot in front of the other may be all that they can manage at this point in their child's life, and that's okay. You know, it takes time to come to terms with the reality of your situation. In the beginning, very few people are ready to go out and advocate on behalf of someone else's child. They're just trying to make it through the next five minutes. 
that's okay. But as you become more skilled and more educated, I feel that every one of us has a real responsibility to step up for our children and for this population in networking and sharing positive resources. If that includes writing letters to help for funding, I think that's really important. I think the way in which we present ourselves and represent this population is very important. I don't believe in in demanding and cramming things down people's throats. I don't think that helps children get what they need. I think it helps people dig in their heels and try to fight you. So I think there are many, many things that we need to do, but ultimately it comes back to individual empowerment. Everything you do and the choices you make and the way you live your life as an individual human being is going to help determine not only your child's future, but the futures of other children with special needs and those coming behind us. And I take that role very, very seriously. And we do need people to step up and to do what they can to help be part of the solution, not part of the continuing problems. And, you know, we, people, all of us get to a place in our life, Judy, where we sit back and we look at certain situations and we say, oh, I don't know if I can do anything about that. We're learning right now that that is not the case. Every single one of us has the ability to do something. And, you know, some people say, well, I didn't do this. Um, you know, I, I'm not responsible for that. You know, every one of us has right now, given where we live in this country anyway, we have the ability to make statements. We have the ability to write letters. We have the ability to take and have an opinion. And so how do we encourage our listeners right now to know that they have power beyond their belief to create a place, a space for these amazing children? I think we do it very much by part of what we've been talking about today, which I, I really encourage people to get the book and to read the examples of other families. I put success stories in every chapter to help people see what is possible and the difference that these parents made and the difference it made in their children's lives because of their choices. I've given examples of uh, interviews with Timothy Shriver of Special Olympics and what his mother helped create because of her advocacy because she believed this population deserved better. Dana Reeve is in the book. She talks about her struggles with Christopher Reeve's injury. Mm. If these people can step up with the kinds of challenges they have had and make the kind of impact they had, I guarantee you that each one of us is much more powerful than we have ever imagined. And my son uh, taught me that probably to the nth degree. It's a wonderful lesson for all of us. We don't know where we can go until we get out there and try. And I encourage everyone uh, to look for examples that can help them to do better in their own lives. Let's, let's take a short break when we come back. Oh, boy, that inspired me. When we come back, more with Judy Winter and our wrap-up. Stay tuned, everyone. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Vasily is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Pat-Show.com for listening times in your area. 
NLP is a behavioral science that utilizes language to impact verbal and nonverbal communication, allowing you to rethink how you perceive what is occurring in your mind. NLP provides a system of knowledge and values, procedures, and tools for the purpose of empowering your life and the life of others. When you learn how to practice NLP, you can become capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. Anything. Join the Empowerment Partnership as they present the Accelerated NLP Practitioner Training in Seattle, October the 8th through the 14th. Call 800-800-MIND or go to www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive 20% off. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. My guest today is Judy Winter. Judy, there's a wonderful way to end this show, and I'd love for you, I'd be honored for you to do it. I'd love for you to read the poem that was written by Jenna. I would love to share that with your listeners. It's called In My Dreams, Eric, and it was written by my now 22-year-old daughter, Jenna. Mm. She wrote it when she was 14, and it sort of sums up the sibling side of things and I think humanizes the whole issue, so here are her words. In my dreams, I saw my brother walk. He chased me around the house, his cerebral palsy gone. He talked to me about the things we've missed over the years. It was nice to hear his voice, his real voice, for the first time, and we conversed till midnight. He yawned and told me to take him outside down to the pond where we caught frogs by flashlight, but they wiggled out of his small, inexperienced hands. He giggled with delight, told me that he liked the way that they felt. I gave him a ride back up to the house, his sleepy head bobbing up and down on my shoulder. I slipped him into bed, covered his brand-new body, his brand-new strength. As I looked down at him, he opened his eyes, and he smiled up at me. I smiled back tears that threatened to fall. As unbroken, he told me that he loved me. Judy Winter, thank you so much for joining the show today. How beautiful. Thank How you, Dr. Beautiful Pam. Was that? Again, everyone, the book is Breakthrough Parenting for Children with Special Needs. Check it out. Go to Judy's website, www.judywinter.com. Remember that each and every one of you are truly blessed. Take your gifts out to the world. Take some action. Make life better for all of us. We'll see you next week.